I don't know how to ride a dragon. Nobody does until they ride a dragon. Khaleesi takes Jon Snow on a magic dragon ride. <laughs> this is spoilers. What a great first date that was. You think that's their first date? Didn't they like, I guess they hooked up without a first date last season. I mean, there was no official like courtship, I think. I think that was like the official like first date. Like go and steady first date. <laughs> I know a lot of people were bagging it, but when they're making out and Jon Snow looked with one eye and the dragon is just staring at his soul. I actually liked that part and the dragon looked crazy awesome, I thought too. Was that Drogon that was looking at him? I can't tell the dragons apart any longer. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> Neither can yeah, I. I lost it once they got big. They're all just kind of dark and huge now. So this is spoilers. We're going to try to do every episode. And right now it's just me and Stevie. What's up? What's going on with all the other guys? Everyone seems pretty preoccupied with their lives. And... <laughs> Well, let's see. Brett stopped watching in season two, I believe. But you had theories about that, uh, but we'll digress. We'll digress on that. Mikey is at work. Pappy um, just needs to take a couple of plays off. He's been like 100 straight episodes. Well, if so anybody heard him. the end of Too Fast, Too Furious, you might know that Pappy needs a little <laughs> bit of a breather. <laughs> he needs it. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Joe just got home from work, and I think he just wants to hit the hay. And he said he had uh, a I miss bad anybody day at the Trabajo. Yeah, I just said he wasn't feeling it. So, yeah. steady Eddie's me and Josh. Yeah, we got it. So let's jump into the plot here. The opening credits were new. I got to be completely honest. I didn't really notice that. I kind of zone out during the credits at this point. Horrible podcasting moment for me, but did horrible you know? podcasting for a moment for me too because I didn't even watch them until like the last ten seconds. And I was like, oh, I was like on my phone like looking up stuff on Twitter <laughs> yeah, to see who was rocking too. it. I was like filing through Twitter as the intro was going. Then I looked up. I was like, oh, that's new. Then I watched it this morning and I was like, oh my god, they changed everything. In my research, I guess uh, it seems to tell a more literal telling of what's going to happen this season. Like they already showed the wall go down. They interestingly show like the crypt at Winterfell and the tr- tree, the heart's heart's eye or whatever it's called, the big old white tree mm-hmm. park, <laughs> the central park of Winterfell is what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, so the opening credits, uh, cool, new, great. Um, and then there's like a little kid running frantically. This is like our first scene. And what he's looking at is a huge procession of marchers marching north to fight the power coming right do you want to fill in the gap here stevie there's a great procession of the unsullied coming in and there's daenerys and obviously john are hand in hand and these northerners are quite staunch against foreigners you can tell that these people do not like uh daenerys and her army coming in at all and my first initial thought was like they even said it last season like hey we're running low on food and Sansa was like, hey, we'll dig into some extras we had stored up. And how are they going to feed 100,000 like warriors, honestly, between all the Dorthraki who can eat a horse by themselves and all the Unsullied? I was like, they're going to starve. It is what it is. Yeah, and I wonder how good these, um, what the Night's King, the Night King and his army, like, 
how tactically aware are they? Will they do sieges or do they just like mindlessly march towards enemies? I think th- I, th- um, I think they're pretty smart. I think they'll hunker down and wait them out so they starve. Well, there's a little clue. Uh, the ve- This is spoilers, but the very end of the episode, the little Mormont boy, he's not the same boy running at the beginning, but no. we see him early on. He's like... Uh, it's like they put him up against the wall and threw a huge dart and just stuck him to the wall. House Umber, right? Uh, yeah. Did I say Mormon? Yeah. I think it, I think it was, that, I think it was it the Umber, Umber boy. Yeah, he's a little Umber boy. And he <laughs> gets zombified and they have to burn him. But I think that shows that they're attacking strategically maybe house to house or something. Instead of just like mindlessly going in all at once or kind of taking it slow. What was that? What is their design? Because I mean, that little boy was had those body parts all around him that was in a giant spi- giant a spiral. What was that? I don't know. And the books seem to hint that those whites do retain some part of their former personality. So it's really confusing as to what their motivation might be. But they just seem to be killers. They kill anyone who's near them. Uh. So, like you mentioned, we see Daenerys and Jon Snow on the march. We see the Hound, who is no longer hidden that he's alive, obviously. He's just, like, part of the crew. Um, Gendry's there. Tyrion, Varys, Grey Worm, Missandei, they're the ones that are kind of, like, they have, like, browner skin, so they're, like, looked at with leery eyes <laughs> the which I didn't remember that from the books. Um, I feel like the f- people that live in the same country as the phrase would be more of the racist sort, but um, that's what we're being shown on screen, at least. Um, but Stevie, after this scene where they just kind of march, it really digs into a lot of reunions, and that's kind of the theme of the episode, I feel like. Yeah. Um, Christ, they're all over the place. There was Gendry and Arya, Arya and the Hound. There was... Um... Who else was there? Jeez. Uh, Tyrion and Sansa. Tyrion, Sansa. Uh, Arya and John is a huge Arya one. Arya and John is a huge one and pretty much set up the rest of the season, I feel like, uh, with their reunion. Well, even if we continue, we could go with Theron and Yara because the- Theon comes back and saves her. So that's another yeah. reunion. I mean, this episode should have been called Reunions, really. that's all it showed the entire time was oh we i know you and then the big one at the end between jamie and uh brandon stark huge reunion big reunion (laughs) i feel like after two years of not seeing this show to jump to dump what should be like six distinguishable happy moments or interesting moments they're all kind of cheapened by being back to back to back like this yeah, and like, had I not watched season seven, like for the past like two weeks, I don't think I would have cared as much or remembered that these people hadn't seen each other in quite some time. Because if you remember in season seven, like Arya barely missed John at Winterfell before he headed down to, uh, yeah, down down south to uh, King's Landing. If this TV show never came out, that would definitely be a tear provoking moment in the books for me when they finally see each other, but. Um, so how far in the books are you like like right now is this all new material it is uh it's been new material for the last couple seasons and then it's been like mixed for a while kind of like a gradient gotcha i don't know man that 
the weight on the TV show and the book has obviously worn on me, but I don't want to like rip on the show. Like production value, I think was completely up to par in this episode. Don't you oh think? yeah, especially even with like the dragons and the CGI, they look incredible. They do that face that it makes to John <laughs> when they're making out. I'm telling you, it's like so perfect. I I heard people hating on that. I don't understand. I thought it was like a cute, like funny moment, but like also. It's kind of surprising that Daenerys didn't like say anything, especially that like it's pr- it's been said even in the series that only Targaryens can ride dragons. Like, so I'm surprised like Daenerys didn't say anything to Jon after he was riding, like on their first date. Well, maybe she's not getting the picture yet, and yeah, let's talk let's talk about Danny for a second because she had one of my cringiest moments, a couple of the cringiest moments in the episode. I okay. Would say. Um, I think the one that bothers me most in character is that they're at that dinner or that like town hall meeting and Sansa is like complaining about how they don't have enough food like you're hitting on earlier. And she's like, Sansa says, so what do dragons eat anyway? What do dragons eat anyway? Whatever they want. And Khaleesi's like, whatever they want. <laughs> and then like the very next scene you see Danny, she's like talking to Jon Snow and she's like, why doesn't your sister like Cause me? you said you'd like, have dude, your dragon eat her. <laughs> yeah. You just threatened everyone in the meeting. This is not cool. Yeah. Um, I really, I know people were loving the Sansa Danny interplay. I didn't love it that much. I thought it was kind of annoying, especially at like this part of like the show we're at right now. It's like, Okay, let's just get on with it. There's like things coming. And also, I'm really taken aback by John's character development for the fact that, like, season six and season seven, even season five, was like, this is where John is becoming a man. He's starting to assert himself, scream at people, do things that need to be done. Hang Ollie. Yeah. Cut off Jano Slint's head. Yeah. I mean, he's like. Re- I mean, those are great character-defining moments where it's like, I need to do stuff to get done for us to survive. And it's like, John's becoming a man. This is really cool. And then at this town hall meeting, he's like sitting there really passive, like, hey, guys. Like, I know, no one's happy Danny's here, but let's move on. We got other things to worry about. It's like, no, just start screaming. Like, put your foot down. I left here to get allies. Yeah, like, just put your foot down. Don't let people talk over you. It was really annoying to me. I mean... What would you do differently if you're Jon Snow? What do you mean? I guess like you would try to just be like Danny Sansa, you have to listen to me. Like shut up. Yeah, I, I would say both of you shut up and like tell the town's hall people we're all gonna die, which he pretty much was saying. But I'd be yelling it. Like I don't have time for this. <laughs> like for like a for an, there's five episodes left after this. Like I don't really want to watch soap opera squabbling. I want to see big action fights and people coming together. I wish John would actually say those words like to camera. Listen, townspeople, there's only five episodes left. Listen, you hicks. I've had enough of this. <laughs> when I left Winterfell, I told you we need allies or we will die. I have brought those allies home to fight alongside us. I had a choice. Keep my crown or protect the North. I chose the North. Jon Snow is in a tough spot, though, admittedly. Um, You had a problem with the Sansa's a genius line? (sighs) It was annoying. 
just too on the nose for you or what? Yeah, I guess. I mean, it was just kind of annoying because I understand that people like have underestimated Sansa, which that's all Arya had to say was don't underestimate your sister. It's all she had to say. But then she threw out she's the smartest person I've ever like I've ever met or I know. And I just want to say that's not true. Like it, it was just kind of a very on the nose line. Sansa thinks she's smarter than everyone. She's the smartest person I've ever met. I didn't care for it. I feel like they should show Sansa leaning up against more walls. <laughs> That would really prove she's a genius, <laughs> like Littlefinger was. <laughs> no, Sansa's the leaning over the balcony person. Okay. You could Always put together a giant collage of Sansa leaning over balconies. Uh, what music do you think that'd go well with? <laughs> <laughs> Enya. We got to talk about probably the biggest moment, um, and that's how can I put this? Okay, Bran tells Sam to tell John that unequivocally his parents are Lyanna Stark and Rhaegar Targaryen, and, and his name is Aegon, sixth of his name. Yes, uh, I, I the way that. He, John discovers Sam in the crypts is pretty funny because Sam just like trips over something off screen. <laughs> He's oh oh oh, and the most Sam well Charlie like way possible. <laughs> what do you think about this info dump here, Stevie? Well, they kind of went back on themselves because, like, at the very end of season seven, Samuel and Brandon are together. And they're kind of talking over who John really is. And Samwell is the one who cracks the case. And Brandon goes back in his time, you know, the way he does it, being the raven and whatnot. And they say explicitly, we must tell John right away. And I was kind of annoyed they waited until the very end of the episode. Because yeah. I was like, okay, they said we have to tell him right away, tell him right away. Like, once you... Like, you know he's there. Run and find him and tell him, hey, come here, I need to tell you something real quick. But the one Before he screws his aunt again unknowingly. Yeah. Go tell him. Go Hurry. tell him. Like, jeez. But also it was kind of a cool thing. I saw this on Twitter today and Reddit where it was like it was an episode where in the first season, when they were going towards the wall in King's Landing, when Ned was like, When I see you again, I'll tell you about your mother. And when he's in the crypts, he sees a statue of Ned of Eddard Stark and that's when Sam tells him so that was kind of cool yeah and I know that there's some other theories that think that um, the crypts will have even a bigger part to play which could be interesting like a dragon uh, uh, I've heard dragon I've heard something about Starks actually rising from the dead to fight back which would be awesome if they recast Sean Bean for like a scene or two that would be really cool also if Lady Cat came back I'm so pissed they never did that, but... What's her name again? Catelyn Stark. No, 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 the the witch she turns into. Oh, yeah, what what do they call her? Uncat. Stoneheart? Uncat. Lady Stoneheart, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 that'd have been cool if they did that. Hey, they got five episodes left. 
Oh, I'd be so excited if they did it. But, I mean, it was... I thought it was a pretty cool reveal, because you could definitely see the cycles, like, the gears turning in John's brain, like, I just screwed my aunt. I just screwed my aunt. Me and my aunt just had sex. <laughs> He's pretty well-read. He knows that's pretty normal for Targaryens, probably. Oh, yeah. Um, but it was... I mean, it, was, it had a cool musical score behind it when Sam was telling him... And it definitely leaves a lot to happen in the next few episodes. You still, have, you still have a lot of that soap opera type things coming, so we have that to look forward to of John versus Danny. Danny eventually losing her mind, like I think she will. So that'll be fun to watch. And we're trying to keep all these episodes to like 20 minutes. So let's hit on the last aspect that I think we need to hit on, which is King's Landing. Um, Cersei, Cersei is down there. She has an interaction with. Uh, the oldest Greyjoy boy, and I guess they you're on Greyjoy and her hookup. They Weirdly. smash. Yeah, it's very weird and very uncersey like. Euron has a clear like motive for doing it, like uh, yeah, have relations with a sexy lady. But like, why is Cersei doing this? I don't get it. I don't get it either. Just to, I mean, she's is she pregnant again? She was drinking wine. I don't. Ugh, I don't know. I don't know why she's doing these things. So besides um, your own Greyjoy, there's like a WWE sort of like head of the mercenaries, the Golden Group or whatever. Oh, the guys from Essex <laughs> or ASOS or yeah, I don't know that like the Golden Company and yeah. Quick, quick trivia: Did you catch how many mercenaries they're adding to the fight? <sighs> What is it? 10,000? 20,000? 20,000. And no elephants. I think that number has to be a shout out to Phantom Menace, right? With the Midichlorians? Yeah, and the (laughs) Midichlorians. I need a Midichlorian count. The reading is off the chart. Over 20,000. Even Master Yoda doesn't have a Midichlorian count that high. No Jedi has. Why would they choose 20,000 otherwise? It's like so random. 20,000 warriors. I mean, aren't there like 100,000 Dothraki? <laughs> I don't know. Dothraki screamers. God, but the one cool like storyline I'm really looking forward to is when Quiburn goes to, mm-hmm. I imagine uh, Bronn is at Casterly Rock or somewhere. And um, he's down near the capital, like he's out of harm's way. Yeah, Bronn is definitely a sellsword for sure, and I like how they always kept that a part of his character. But Quiburn hands him this awesome bow and says, "Kill uh, Cersei's brothers, and gold is yours." And I'm really looking forward to that unfolding. I think it's going to be awesome. Any predictions for that specific plot line? Man, I think if I had to guess. Bronn will kill Jamie with Jane. Well, let me put it this way: Bronn will try to kill Tyrion, but Jamie will sacrifice himself for Tyrion, so Bronn will end up killing Jamie and not Tyrion. Hmm. That's what I think. You know what I'm kind of ticked about, Stevie? What's that? Why is no one like actually listening to Bran speak? Doesn't he know everything? He knows or everything. So why isn't everyone huddled around him like a fireside chat, being like, exactly. "Tell me what's going to what- happen." This town meeting is a joke. Just get Bran in there and start dishing the dish. Everyone boy. knows he's not the same. <laughs> Everyone he's had so much LSD. Everyone he's knows so he's wise high now. off his ass. <laughs> Just squinting his eyes, nodding his head like a geriatric bastard. 
He's such a burnout now, but he's seen the whole universe. What happened to Bran? Smoked too much weed. (laughs) (laughs) But that ending was pretty cool because before Samwell went into the crypts, um, he was like, what are you doing? Samwell says to Brandon, what are you doing out here? He's like, waiting for an old friend. And uh, I thought that was pretty cool how it ended like that. I think they're going to set that up with like, oh, Bran's going to be ticked. But I would hope that... He's not Brandon out, anymore. Yeah, tripped out Bran is going to think that's like small peanuts compared to like what Jamie has to do next. You know what I mean? What lies ahead. I bet you'll have a mission for him. Yeah, I like that. He's a mission marker for... <laughs> <laughs> that's the very end of the episode is Jamie sees Bran with a mission marker <laughs> notation above his head. Bran is that guy in the video game where you have to run to him for side quests. <laughs> <laughs> he's that uh, guy it's like oh, i want to play some side quest up the main story and you go to the guy in the wheelchair and he tells you what to do <laughs> i will give this episode a pretty soft yes uh, i don't think they like butchered anything it's well done we can pick the plot apart and joke about it like we always do but i had fun watching the episode I what about was, you i thought it was a really good episode eight and a half nine for me um i really enjoyed it uh i was happy to see like no celebrity um i guess cameos that thrones got into for a minute especially with Ed Ooh, Sheeran. that's not true that's not true who, who was in it when those when those ladies are like uh getting randy with braun yeah one of them they like talk about warriors who came back with wounds and one of them's like oh that eddie came back with his face burn off and people are speculating that's an ed shireen throwback reference really so he, he does come back in spirit like palpatine ah oh, good catch i guess but <laughs> yeah really good episode so happy not to see ed shireen and um i guess the Main things looking forward to all to do with the Lannisters, so pretty pumped about that. Cool, man. You want to toss it on over to Spoiler Man, or do we have anything to read? Um, we got kind of a cool message on SoundCloud today. We got a really cool message today. Let me bust that open real quick. This comment from SoundCloud is probably like the only thing holding Pat back from The Verge. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Pap. <laughs> he just really needed a break. I think we really broke him with back to back to back Fast and Furious. What if on this pod we just talked about Fast and Furious and how it relates to Game Oh, of that'd be so amazing. I'm not going to lie, though. I have to get through all the Fast and Furious and rather do it on spoilers just for the fact that um, I want to see that Hobbs Rock movie. <laughs> Do you really? Or is that a joke? Dude, I'm all about The Rock. Anything he's in, I'll touch. (laughs) He is the best. But this is a comment on SoundCloud from the greatest greatest movies never made. That sounds like an awesome podcast. I would suggest listening to them. Says, hey guys, exclamation point. Not sure who I'm going to be talking to, but I just wanted to tell y'all I'm a big fan and to keep up the good work. Exclamation point. That means a lot. We're out here on a Monday night. I'll be editing this a little bit later tonight even. So. Decent, decent. Yeah, we appreciate that shout out. We really Thank appreciate you. that because, I mean, Josh and Pappy do a lot of the heavy lifting, but we're trying out here, so keep supporting us. 
Well, Stevie does so much research for the Stevie question hour that... I really have to really look deep down inside my soul. (laughs) And then we got Aladdin coming out after this, I would guess. Correct. Uh, Mundo. Um, What's after that? Let's see. Aladdin. uh, Then... um, It's the Mikey pick. It's an Indiana Jones movie. Let's not spoil which one. Indianapolis Jones, but it's not Brett's favorite, which is inexplicably the third one. (laughs) Yeah, we'll give you that hint. So (laughs) take take it away, spoilers, man. Please support this podcast by leaving us an iTunes review. Leave us some stars and some words. Twitter is at spoilers underscore pod. Our Instagram is podcast spoilers. It's lit. Josh Hensley from the Rutabaga wrote our theme song. That was spoilers. You still have it. Needle. Have you ever used it? Once or twice.